3: But we couldn't get into the our, our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go. Let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well, if you ever wondered why I am the way I am. There's a good uh, story for you right there. Might, might clear some things up. I have a feeling that this is going to be the greatest segment we've ever had on the RP show. I, I was excited to get on the air today. I really enjoy doing this show. We're live on Game Plus Television. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio and, of course, podcast and streaming. Darren Moose DuPont is with us. And I asked the folks what they would like to talk about, and they've uh, responded. Uh, Near the end of hour one, we'll carry it over here into hour two. But here's a good start. Uh, Let's open up with a poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs, your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. The poll question is, which... 3-0 3-0 South Florida team has a better chance of winning a championship. The Florida Panthers, who are up 3-0 on Carolina in the Eastern Conference Final of the NHL or the Miami Heat, who are up 3-0 on the Boston Celtics. And they're home tonight, the Celtics, sorry, to the Celtics uh, tonight in Miami. Which team, and last I saw on YouTube, it was like 95% were saying Panthers and it was 76% saying Panthers and saying Panthers. And Moose asked last hour, what's it like in South Florida? I'll tell you a little more. Yes, everybody's going nuts and everybody's talking about it on the radio and stuff. Here's the difference. I got to go out this afternoon, Moose, and run a few errands, one of which is I got to go to the U.S. post office and send these bracelets out of the mail. You can buy these. You can't buy these in stores. You have to go directly to me, DM me, Peterson Recovery One Day at a Time Bracelets. If uh, if you work with me in the recovery field, you'll get one of these, or you can purchase them. So I'll be running around in this Panthers shirt and if you see somebody else in a Panthers shirt, you don't really know if they're a Panthers fan because right now everybody's wearing Panthers stuff. It's like the Calgary Stampede or Calgary in general. I see guys wearing cowboy hats and boots and wranglers and I'm like, are you
4: really a cowboy or are you just a weekend cowboy? Because that bothers me. You know what I mean? Like Because the Heat fans,
3: they're wearing their stuff year-round. But the Panthers fans, they've... Except for that, he wears his stuff, and Jess and our really close friends that are Panthers fans. But the people that I don't know, everybody's wearing it now. You know, and we'll nod at each other out of the street, but I don't know if they're really Panthers fans or not. Um, yeah. But that's not... Do you not think that's a people thing? That's not a by region thing? What do you think? Like, the bandwagon thing?
5: Well, of course. It's a people thing. I mean... <laughs> All organizations go through that, I think. When you're not that popular, you start winning a little bit. People come out of the woodwork and start jumping on the bandwagon. Everybody wants to feel good. And now we have the opportunity to just jump on a bandwagon and feel good about a team that's winning Um, and wear our stuff proudly. And you know what? When they're not winning, we'll just throw it away, Um, especially when it's not as deeply rooted in the community as the basketball team is or the football teams, for that matter, with the Dolphins as well. Um, But it'll get there. Over time, it'll get there with the Panthers. The more they win, okay. the more it'll help.
3: Of course, well, everybody wants to know what Moose's trip to South Florida was like, and there are more. Remember when we were walking into Brooklyn Waterbagel and that guy was wearing a
4: Panthers hat, right? And he, I said, Go Panthers. Right. Remember what he said to me? What did he say? Go Dolphin.
3: And I looked yeah, at Darren. Because you were wearing the, the Dolphin's hat.
4: <laughs> right, but I didn't realize he was wearing
3: a Dolphin's hat. <laughs> By the way, you look very much like Kyle Dubas today. And uh, as Clark knows, Dubas came out with a statement on Twitter this morning. Um, Have have you seen it, Darren? I'm not going to get into it. Yes. You have. I'm not going to get into it at length, but let's just sit here for a second. As Atlanta's NHL show, and by the way, we're making the Florida Panthers, Atlanta's NHL team told you this is going to be the greatest segment that we've ever had and i don't know if anybody else agrees but i'm having fun and that's really all that matters um just when we were sitting with that ad agency exec last week let's call him don he's probably watching or listening right now he's like why are you on the radio in atlanta why are you popular with atlanta i said i don't know ask them i don't know the answers to these questions how did you come on how did it come to be that you're on atlanta radio I don't know. I guess I should have known, but I don't know.
4: But what I know is, I make the teams that I support a lot of money. Always has been the case. But I'm not a Leaves fan. They
3: make enough money. Um, So, do you, as the as the resident Leaves fan on the air here, want to encapsulate in a minute or less what Kyle Dubas said on Twitter this morning?
5: Yeah, essentially, it was a note from him and his family. Um, but he didn't really address the situation. I mean, he did. um, He talked about, um, you know, consistent discussions and things that never materialized, but the real heart and the real um, uh, piece in, in his statement was really about thanking the fans, thanking, you know, MLSE and all the staff and the players for the past years that he's been there as GM. It was more of that. He really wasn't willing to get into the Brendan Shanahan press conference and the things that were said. And you know, he's, he said, we're going to roll on. So yeah, the Penguins have asked for permission to speak with Kyle Dubas. Um, I don't know if Dubas is prepared for that or not, if he's changed his mind. When he last spoke, he said, don't expect me to pop up in another market. I don't have it in me to go to another place right now. It's either going to be the Leafs or I'm going to be taking some time off. We'll see if he's consistent with that, or if, he, or if that was just a jostling for uh, positioning with Leafs management. We're going to find out soon well, um, whether or not something materializes in Pittsburgh or somewhere else.
3: I would say with the way that he's handled himself since the end of the season, I wouldn't hire him. Let's put it that way. Uh, and in his statement today, he basically said that what's been reported about his exit from the Leafs is incorrect, but I'm not going to get into it. Okay, Kyle. So, whatever. Um, It's just, I don't don't know. Is he the new breed of executive? There's not a lot of 37-year-olds that have five years' experience as a general manager in the NHL. So, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. I mean, we're at Jimmy Johnson's on the weekend in the Keys. Did you see the photos of that? Yeah, we're at Jimmy Johnson's. And uh, Jimmy, when he was coaching the, the Dallas Cowboys, there's a story about that. He came home and said to his wife, I can't be married and be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Not going to work. So goodbye. Cowboys won. You know, and Sweet and I were saying, it's quite a life Jimmy's got. Watch football. Talk about it on the air. Go fishing Monday to Friday. Go down to the restaurant that has your name on it and pick up your check. Which, incidentally, I now know the days that Jimmy's going to be there. No big deal. But um, I'm just saying that's that's that. There's a big difference between Jimmy Johnson's era and Kyle Dubas's era. And I, but I've talked enough about that. Uh, to the people that I said, do you? We'll talk about what you want to talk about. A Couple things. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Roughnecks and the Wranglers narrowly missed out on the weekend. Their seasons ended. Kudos to the Roughnecks who went to the deciding game three in the Western Conference Final of the National Lacrosse League. But it will be a Colorado Buffalo. NLL final for a second consecutive year. Yes, I'm following it. As I am the Centennial Cup as well. Herb is watching on Game Plus Television in Melville, Sask. Where I've never been able to perfect how the locals say it. Melville. Is that right? Melville. That's pretty Isn't good. That kind of it's like yeah. one. It's one Melville. syllable. Melville. approved. <laughs> Herb says the Brooks Bandits must have an outstanding hockey program
4: to win three Centennial Cups in a row. (laughs) It's in my commentary today.
3: Uh, For those that don't know, we are Atlanta's NHL show, so we need to talk about all things hockey. This is the National Junior A... Hockey Championship, Brooks won it on Sunday at the National Championship, beating my team, the Battleford's North Stars, 4-0 in the final. Um, it's in my commentary today. If you want, Herb, if you want to go, go, to rodpeterson.com right now, where our hits are at an all-time high, by the way. No big deal. Where I discussed this. I referred to the Brooks Bandits as the uh, evil empire of junior hockey, and that got everybody in southern Alberta pissed off. I said, I don't know. This is just what the other teams tell me. And then Brooks goes and wins the Centennial Cup on Sunday, and I got guys texting me going, yeah, you should ask to crack open the books of the Bandits and see how much they're paying their players. And I'm like, which I think I have a feeling Herb's alluding to that. And I'm like, if the Alberta Junior Hockey League and the
4: Canadian Junior Hockey League and Hockey Canada don't have a problem with it, why the hell would I have a problem with it? What do you think about that? Accusation.
5: People always want to accuse those who are on top, right? And you know, try and bring them down. We hate winners. When you win enough, we start to hate you. Um we have a lot of CFL fans that watch happen to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It's happening a little bit more now to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um happens in hockey, happens in all these sports. When you win, people want to see somebody new in there and it's and it becomes almost annoying. So for Brooks you know, to just know that when the season starts they're going to win the national championship. It kind of takes the excitement out of it, really, and you start to ask questions. It happened with the New England Patriots when they were winning all the time. God, they must be cheating, right? But, you know, at some point, stop trying to bring them down, and let's just work to make the other teams better and try and compete with them a little bit.
3: Again, unless they're going to have an investigation and pull their pants down and give them a spanking, then I'm not going to get into it. Let, 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 let's see some basis of your accusations or keep it to yourself. By the way, he's shown up. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Couple things. They were asking where you were last hour, John, just so you know. Uh, he writes in and says, how about them Florida Panthers? We've only been talking about them for an hour, obviously. Uh, John says, I tried to stream the CFL yesterday, but I gave up. John in Edmonton says the Rod Peterson show would do a better job of showing the CFL preseason games than the CFL did on Monday. I'm not interested in going there. That was a conversation from an hour ago. And again, I'm not going there at all because we talked about the game, the streaming, everything last hour, show up on time, we'll be good. Chad Isaac in the stream says, Brooks just built a good team. My cousin played for them and they have a solid franchise and players want to play there. Uh,
4: This is why this show's different than all the others. You're going to get stuff here that you don't get anywhere else. I know the head scout for the team. Real good guy. Wayne LaBrie. Breezer.
3: I don't believe that they're doing anything overly nefarious there in terms of financial dealings with their players. Breezer's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. But I will say this. Those that dealt with Brooks Bandits last year in Esteban
4: weren't fans of the way the team conducted themselves. I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, Jen at the fourth
3: season says, I got to feel bad for anyone who has to be management in Toronto. Uh, from Jeff in Winnipeg, he says, Rod will not touch the CFL streaming with a 30-foot pole. Um... I just don't care. I tried to listen to it. I couldn't get that. I moved on. I spent 10 seconds trying to get the feed. I couldn't. I moved on, which I think a lot of people will do. That's just the way that it goes. Uh, But as I said, this show here, the CFL wants to know how to stream something. Give IKS a call. There's nobody better. Nobody better. How about that? Approve. I like it.
4: Memorial Cup. We got three minutes left in this segment the member. I'll say I really wanted to be at the Centennial
3: Cup in Portage. It didn't work out. I really wanted to be at the Memorial Cup in Kamloops. It didn't work out. I'm pretty happy being at the Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Finals, and dare I say, maybe the Stanley Cup Finals. Maybe we'll be broadcasting live from the Stanley Cup Finals for the second time in three years, because we were in Montreal two years ago. Look it up. But anyways, at the Memorial Cup, do we have a favorite, Moose? Do we have a favorite? Um, I think the fact that Quebec Rampart are there, and Patrick Waugh. Yeah. That's who I'm going to be pulling for. Sorry. I don't really like Kamloops. I don't like
4: anything about them. There, I said oh, it. Who, Peterborough? Uh, uh, Seattle won. What about Peterborough? I couldn't pick him out
3: of a lineup. <laughs> you cheer for Peterborough if you like Peterborough so much. I might. Seattle, I got friends there. Yeah. Go ahead.
5: No, I might. It's going to be fun. Like you got some personalities there. You're right. Like you know, we know some people in Seattle, big fans of that organization. Um, obviously, Kamloops is the host. But when you got, you know, it's Peterborough hasn't been there in a long time. That's kind of exciting. Um, but having Patrick you know, Wah at the uh, event, that's going to be really fun too. You know, there's going to be some personality around the uh, Memorial Cup. So I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun when it starts on Friday.
3: Again, I wish more people cared about this stuff because I could talk about it all day. But uh, I got friends, particularly old goalies, that still have PTSD from playing in Riverside Coliseum and Kamloops. Dun, 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 dun. The, uh, how do you play Taking Care of Business? That's their goal song. Yes. Like, I could name them. Damien Ketlow, Chad Mercier, Lyndon Rowett, Matt Cockle. It was like Denny Lemieux and Slapshot. <gasps>
4: <laughs> that song going off. I swear to God, if they hear that song, those guys would go into shell shock. Uh,
3: and then Seattle beat God's team, my beloved Regina Pats in the 2017 league finals. So I'm not, I'm not over it. It's one thing that we talk about in the recovery business. You don't get over it. You learn. To live
4: with it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to cheer for them. So the Quebec Rem it is. Sorry, Cal. Uh,
3: on the way, we've got Dean Millard to talk a little Stanley Cup playoffs and Edmonton orders. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. Listening on WQEE, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, also a podcast and streaming.
1: To youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
6: This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited.
4: RP
3: show rolls on from the steps of FLA Live Arena. On an off day, Panthers will be looking to bring out the Brooms Wednesday night. Uh, Darren Moose DuPont is with me from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Rhetorical question here. Brian in Manitoba texts in on the 7202 line. He says Moose is moving to Toronto. Is he the next GM for the Leafs? Just asking um from fake gainer watching whether it be on game plus or the streams i'm not sure but he says regarding the centennial cup he says it's the worst smelling city in canada but huge respect for brooks love the show tags at rod peterson show but i'll tell you what fake gainer we call it the smell of money And those stockyards in Brooks, Alberta, run by my mom's very best friend from childhood, Faye and Garnet Altwasser, where I believe they slaughter 5,000 head of cattle a day. So, sorry you don't like the smell, but it's the smell of money in Brooks, Alberta. And how about this Junior A talk, dude? I could... (laughs) Not much would make me happier than to sit here and be the two-hour junior hockey show every day if I thought enough people would watch. But Herb and Melville, regarding what he said about Brooks being a great program, I don't think he meant anything by it. He goes, I don't hate winners. I would just like to see our Melville millionaires put a winning season together. A winning season? How about not being in last every year? But I digress. From Chad... On the 902 line, he says, "Rod, does this Panthers team remind you of the 0-3-0-4 Flames? Hot goaltending and knocking off the top team to make it to the finals. Not to mention Martin Jelena. Jelena, I believe, had three to four OT winners en route. Well, that Flames team in 04 seemed like a team of destiny until it wasn't. And last year, we spent five months in Calgary and." I guess the 04 team uh, happened after I went to college there, but that 04 team comes up every day in Calgary. Every day. And it's coming up here. And I see, by the way, Craig Conroy is being introduced as the general manager of the Calgary Flames, and he's announcing that the Flames will have a captain for this season. It's quite interesting that they didn't have one after Jordano left in Calgary. I wonder why that was. I don't know. It is. Just an unbelievable story, this Matthew Kachuk thing and the Sergei Bobrovsky thing. Unbelievable story. I'm still trying to unpack it mentally, what's going on here with the Florida Panthers. You understand, and I'm very appreciative of the fact that I've been with so many teams and so many championship teams. (laughs) We've been in teams that won championships, lost championships, missed the playoffs. I've seen it all. And when you're on a wave like this, you don't sit back and wonder how we got here until it's all over. You just ride it. Just go with it. And life is a lot of that in a way, too. Um, From Leanne, watching on the stream, she says, How about ex Pats alum Josh Mahura playing great, but not getting much pub? How about I know the Mahura family very very well. And Josh, as a matter of fact, yesterday I walked by him. You know where you and I gave ourselves a little tour there, Moose, in the bowels of the FLA Live Mm -hmm. Arena? He was out stretching. You know that stretch where they put their one hand on the wall and swing their legs?
4: Yep. And I almost stopped. He looked at me and kind of gave me the... I get that a lot. In the weirdest places. And, and I wondered if it crossed
3: Josh Mahura's mind. Is that the guy that used to give me free pizza when I went into his pizza restaurant with Sam Steele <laughs> once a week? Yeah, it's me! It was like when I was interviewing to be the voice of the Calgary Flames and Ken King brought me, who is the president of the Flames and the Stamps, brought me from the Saddle Room to McMahon. And he said, just sit in Huff's office for a second. I need to go down and inter- introduce the team. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever.
4: And Huff walked by his own office and looked in the door and there was me sitting in a chair at his desk. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm everywhere like what a are fungus. You, you just doing can't in my get office. rid of
3: Yeah, exactly right. 902-518-3033
4: is the number to text us here where we're having too much fun. I told you it was going to be a great segment.
3: Uh, and the streams as well. Tonight, it's a somewhat quiet night in sports, although not for the teams that are playing. Uh, NHL Western Conference Final, Vegas Golden Knights at the Dallas Stars. Stars looking to see if home ice will make a difference uh, because Vegas is up two games to none. Three straight comeback victories for the Golden Knights in these playoffs. Major League Baseball Blue Jays will look to snap a five-game slide there at Tampa Bay. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat will look to complete a sweep over the Boston Celtics. 3-0 Miami lead going into the game here in Miami last night.
4: Dougal Cameron. <laughs> Such a good one. You met Dougal. He's a good guy. Stan Peters
3: fan in Calgary came down to watch us at the Gray Eagle. He says, it took me a long time to hook up the streaming function, but I finally got in to see it. A casual fan would quit in about two minutes. Another Ambrosian and company failure. Stay in your lane, Randy, and let TSN broadcast all the games. Period. He's talking about the Canadian Football League preseason kickoff yesterday, the debut of CFL preseason, and Darren was right. He said, when you're you're debuting something live broadcast, there's a lot of stress that goes with it. Dare I say, you're putting your balls on the table because there's only one way. You can't practice this stuff. You just can't. And the only... Head and shoulders, who was it? You only get a one chance to make a first impression or you don't get a second chance to make a first impression, whatever it is, those people will come back and watch those games. Just like the people that said they weren't going to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs because it's an all-sunbelt Final Four, but then they do. You'll be back, Dougal, to watch your Stampeders. TSN doesn't want to show all the games. I quite frankly think that...
4: I... I applaud the Canadian Football League for trying something. I really do. And that's not
3: because the CML, not like the CFL and us are partners. They're trying something. What do you, what do you take? I don't know if you saw the, uh, the reaction to the feed yesterday. Calgary beat Edmonton 29-24. I'm just glad yeah. they played the game. Yeah. Because of the smoke too. and all the rest. Yeah, go
5: ahead. Me too. I saw a lot of good... You know, positive feedback, I saw the negative feedback. You know, if you can't get on right away, or if you have an issue, whether it's on your end or the CFL's end, then the product's garbage in your mind. I'm out, I'm done. It doesn't function the way I want it to. But for those that get in there right away and don't have problems, I I think they loved it. You had multiple camera angles. Yeah, you had the radio play-by-play feed and not a TV play-by-play feed. So that's different um, than we're used to, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I thought it was good. Um, So I think there's a lot of positive you can take out of it. Um, They are trying something new. It will continue to get better. So appreciate it because you didn't have anything last preseason. Nothing. So I think it was pretty good. Well,
3: it's really interesting that you say that. And I obviously we have a lot of people in watching now that weren't watching last hour. And I'll call up the YouTube comments. We're getting enough on the 902 line. I don't really need to dabble in that, but... Uh, Chad and Regina watching. He says, I didn't even watch the CFL as I didn't know it was on, LOL. But hockey playoffs are more exciting currently. Potato, potato. There's a lot of CFL fans. They're not hockey fans, whatever. If the CFL realized that there aren't many mediums talking about their league right now to the degree that we are, but whatever. It's what you're used to. It's, the, it's a mind-mending thing. I almost wonder. Let's go back to Moose's trip to South Florida for a second. And by the way, I have my 1,000-game silver stick displayed prominently in the living room. I put it up there after you left, but I appreciate that. Um, I come from Canada where I spent only half a century. Yes, I'm old. So I had one way of thinking. Forget about the Saskatchewan way of thinking, which is another way of thinking, but just Canada. I'd spent enough time in the United
4: States, but I hadn't lived there. I come down here and I'm like, the Florida Panthers preseason games aren't on television? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, yeah. What century are we living in? But
3: most of, well, I would say 100% of their games are only streamed. And I'll say it again somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but it is also true. I started covering this team when Joel Quenville was the coach. That's how long I've been covering the Florida Panthers. I'm eight years away from being on the Hall of Fame. Doesn't sound like much, but I'll get there. So the NFL, MLB, kind of making these Sunbelt teams look bad because there isn't an appetite for it. In Canada, it's inverted. There isn't an appetite to televise CFL football mainstream, t- to televise it, preseason football. There just isn't. You guys should be happy that every regular season game is on, for the love of Pete. <laughs> God knows I'm old enough to remember when not every game was on, so it's just what did you? What bent your mind when you? There must have been something. You don't usually share these things, but there must have been something. About the streaming? Um, no, 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 no. About coming down here.
5: Oh, about coming In to South Florida. Florida for five days. Yeah. Um, nothing really. B- well, bent my mind because I had been experiencing it through your lens for the last while right through whether it's through social media or our conversations and i had a pretty good idea of what i was getting into what bent my mind i think a little bit was um the amount of places that we went and people knew who you were you talk about not going out a whole lot but that was kind of a thing what do you i'm mean? like well i knew that when you get into a community i mean you ingrain yourself in the community and and meet the people but i didn't really know to the extent that that had happened you know You talk about going to these places, but you also really like, you know, you talk about being introverted. You like your your alone time, your me time, you and Serena time. Like, you get that. But everywhere we went, people are like, you know, opening doors for you and creating tables and blah, blah. It was pretty cool to see that and all the friends they made down there and and the way the community has embraced, you know, the show and you and the whole deal.
3: Well, I'm glad to hear you say that, but I never really noticed that. But the other night at the Panthers' watch party, you know the little Spanish guy? You may or may not. I think he's from Mexico. I think Rodrigo. He was, he was serving us. Stout guy that was serving us the day we were doing the show at the beach house. Yeah. He was at the watch party. Okay? Speak Spanish. More than English. Let's put it that way. So the game one okay. watch party. He came down and sat down beside me. And I turned to Jess, and I said, I forgot his name. What's his name? And she's like, it's Rod. I'm like, come on. She's like, well, it's Rodrigo, but we call him Rod. I said, well, that would be easy to remember.
4: And he (laughs) says to me, did you like your steak? I'm like, pardon me? Your steak? Your steak? Your steak? I'm like, my steak? (laughs) I thought
3: he meant my (laughs) steak. I'm like, I didn't have a steak at the beach house.
5: What's? Do buddy, when you like your steak? When, you, you like when, when you say they called your, called him Rod, that jogged my memory, um, because he was really instrumental in making sure that uh, everything went off without a hitch. He's the one that said, "Nope, I'll take care of it." I'm like, "I need to polish it up." He's like, "I'll polish it up. I got the tray, very fancy." And then it was Brian who I gave the half wink to, and eventually brought the uh, the the steak out uh, for you there during the thousands right. show. <laughs>
3: Well, so I told him, I said, Well, I loved it. Of course, I'm happy with the steak. I loved it. I said,
4: I got it up on the bookshelf at home. And he smiled. He goes, You deserve it. And I'm like, Wow. Leanne watching, she says, It's like Norm walked into chairs. These places yell Rod.
3: And we're not there yet, or we're getting there. And from Chad, he says, Being. In Florida, for as long as you've been there, why does it seem that hockey is more talked about than
4: baseball? Seems like they forgot about the Rays, but they love their Lightning and Panthers more. Because it's a better game. (laughs) Is it that hard? Pretty simple to me.
3: Moose, we'll we'll see you back here for overtime, okay?
5: Possibly. I
3: got a call. Okay. Okay. If not, (laughs) see you later. Because Dean Ducky Millard joins us next from the City of Champions. It is the RP show, and we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE, where we are Atlanta's NHL sh- show, podcast, and streaming. Head to youtubecom
1: the Rod Peterson show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending
3: on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie
6: this summer for just 9 dollars Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just 9 dollars Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, The Flash, Oppenheimer, The Little Mermaid, Barbie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, The Meg 2, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just 9 dollars Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers.
3: It's an off day at that place, FLA Live Arena. But maybe, just maybe, the Panthers will close out the Carolina Hurricanes with a Game 4 win on Wednesday night. It's a thrill to be here. By the way, on the CFL live stream of the preseason game, Monday, Calgary beat Edmonton 29-24. Rose is watching in Edmonton, and she says, I thought the broadcast was just fine. At least we got a chance to see the game, and I'm old. If anybody should hate it, it should be me. Thank you, Rose. I love it. Uh, let's bring in De- Dean Millard now. Dino, we will get around to the...
1: Oil. You're looking good, bro. What are do you doing? <laughs> hey, thanks, What's man. What's going on? Yeah, shade. Uh just, just, yeah, healthy healthy living. I, I got rid of the facial hair a little bit and, uh, you know, just actually taking care of myself for the first time in a few years. So it's good. Good for you, man. I, well, it's noticeable. Um, we will well, get thank you. to the
3: Oilers... It. But I gotta ask you. We're gonna get talk about the Panthers. We're gonna talk about Craig Conroy and Edmonton. But just what are you seeing in this Final Four here?
1: Uh, well, I, I think it's uh, it's exciting for one reason because it's a little bit different. I mean, obviously you mentioned it's the kind of the Sun Belt Stanley Cup Final, and what I'm excited for is Florida Panthers and people caring about them. I mean, Rod, I'll be honest. I know you're down there, but. You've heard it. They've been a butt of jokes for a long time for you watch their games and there was nobody in the seats and now they're throwing rats on the ice after they go up three, nothing. So that's exciting for me. Uh, you know, I, I know um, uh, uh, the, the Martinuck family a little bit. So seeing the Carolina hurricanes in there and he's a good Leduc product. So that has me excited. And, you know, I, I, I never fail to mention I'm from Manitoba and half of the Vegas golden Knights are from Manitoba. So that, has me excited. And Andy Moog played for the Dallas Stars. So all four of these teams are different. They haven't been there in a while. Um, and for, for some of these teams, uh, Vegas has, has never been to the, uh, or never won a Stanley Cup final. So for me, it's pretty exciting. And, and a couple of his teams could win their first cup this year.
3: To Craig Conroy in Calgary. I don't know why they bothered interviewing anybody else because it seemed like he was the guy from the jump. And every, they're applauding the move pretty much. Soundly. What do you think this means for the
1: Flames? Yeah, the fans love it, and from what I hear, Dave Nonis is there because he did such a great job in the interview that he blew them away. Now, that can be good in in that you found somebody unexpected, and and it could work out for you, or it could go the way of Craig McTavish and Dallas Aikens here in Edmonton when. Ralph Krueger came off a, a great job. They interviewed Dallas Aikens as an assistant, liked him so much, they hired him as the head coach. We all know where that went. But as for Craig Conroy, this is a popular choice for the fans. And I think for Calgary, they needed to make a popular choice, not at the risk of, you know, throwing the franchise in the tank. That's why you bring in a guy like Dave Nonis who has some experience, and, you know, Jerome McGinley will be there in, in some fashion. Uh, after he's done coaching his son, Joe, at uh, Rink Kelowna. But for, for the Calgary Flames, I think this is a good combination of knowness, having the experience, and Conrad being the new blood, having learned on on the way up. So I like Craig Conrad. I think he's a smart guy. Um, you know, Gone are the days of uh, former players not being able to uh, coach or, or GM and uh, you know, Craig Conroy was uh, a little bit of everything. Right? He, he was a, a hardworking player. Got to play on some some big lines at times. So I think he'll actually do a pretty good job. I'm, I'm you know I'm not a Flames fan at all, but uh, I, I don't mind this hire bringing in Dave Nonis to help him along.
3: Well, you provide a pretty good perspective from two and a half hours north. So how about that? If we can get through this, I got some baseball questions for you, which I don't think you mind answering. Mm. But what's up in Winterland since the season ended and they fell to the Golden Knights in six?
1: Yeah, obviously sadness. uh, I think shock, disappointment for sure. Um, But we talked in the middle of the season. You asked me, do they have enough good goaltending to win this Stanley Cup? I said no, and, and it was evident. Does it mean that you throw everything up? No. This is a team that keeps building. Only one team wins every year. There's 31 other teams that are disappointed, one really, you know, actually three other teams that are really just wanting because they get to the conference final. So I I think that this is a team that has a really bright future. Stuart Skinner will be a good goaltender. I, like a lot of people, thought Jack Campbell should have started, but he could have given up three in the first period and they would have been done as well. So disappointing for sure in Edmonton, but you just reload for next year. Um, you, You obviously have to make a few moves. I think if you could somehow... Figure out a way that the biggest anchor on this team is Darnell Nurse and that $9 million plus contract. It's, it's crazy. It handcuffs this team and you would have to give away so much more to get out from that contract. So you're just going to need creativity on the form of Ken Holland to be able to figure out how to retool, um, you know, uh, and, and, you know, try to make another run. That's the only thing you can do. I mean, the, the the talk in this city and it's very from a very small sector about blowing this team up and training guys is ridiculous. They just came off an incredible season, the most successful season for two players in, in how long. You just you're disappointed, you use that motivation if you're a player, and you come back next year and you try and get it all. I mean, this team is is, is improving to the point where they should win a Stanley Cup. And and you know, until Guys start saying, I don't want to play here anymore. You just keep coming back next year, put your skates on, and go.
3: We got some good stuff coming in here. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Edmonton, look on the bright side. You have Elk season coming up. LOL. From Jeff in Winnipeg, he says, Dean Millard, Brandon Wheat King's media legend. (laughs) Uh, Chad (laughs) also says, what's more exciting than possibly two teams playing for the Cup that have never won it? I think it's great. So do I, and I'll be Me cheering too. for Florida if they, get, if they get there. But you follow Major League Baseball pretty closely, correct?
4: hmm
3: I do. Okay. So um, it was Chad who asked why the hockey teams are more popular in Florida than the Major League Baseball teams. Uh, here right now, the Panthers are far more popular than the Marlins, but look at the run they're on. They have won mm-hmm. two World Series, 97 and 03. So it doesn't make a lot of sense, but you don't hear much about the Marlins here. You just don't. And in Tampa, I'm not sure they're yeah, well, popular, but 8,800 last night
1: for their, <laughs> for their win over the Blue Jays. So how would you answer that? Well, I, I, the Marlins, because they would win and tear down, win and tear down. And you can't build a fan base after, you know, you, know, you, you, you love the wins, but then you tear it down and the fans get upset. So uh, I think that has something to do with it. I don't know. I, I'm not there. I wouldn't think Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays, would be less popular than either hockey team. 8,800, though, uh, Major League Baseball is having problems. I, I don't like the other day there was you know 2,000 at a game in St. Louis or something, or, or I can't remember where it was. I might be misspoken on that. But the Tampa Bay Rays, are an amazing baseball team the way they develop uh i can't imagine that any of the panthers or the lightning are more popular than any of the other sports in florida you're there you can tell me i gotta think that's a blip on the radar and and maybe people are excited about the panthers right now but if you were to go out and name a bunch of players off the panthers and name a bunch of players off the other three sports in florida How many people do you think are going to name the Panthers or the Lightning?
3: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll stop you right there. Um, And you nailed everything. The Marlins haven't built the fan base. But uh, in my circles, you don't hear anything with the Marlins, period. You don't. But if you were going to rank the top three most popular athletes right now, well, today, they're Tua, Jimmy Butler, and Sergey Bobrovsky. But until the last couple of days, it was Matthew Matthew Kachuk. And because they're on billboards everywhere, the Panthers are actually everywhere. They do a great job of marketing. And in Tampa, and in Tampa, they're, they're, the Lightning are very... They've been in the last three Stanley Cup finals. So yeah. there's a little bit of recency bias there, right? But it's not like they don't know that they got ball, uh, baseball teams here. Dean, we're out of time. Uh, it goes far too quickly. I'm dying to get the Millard and Sun story on that sign. I love it, though. What's the story in a minute or
1: less? <laughs> This is my dad's farm sign uh, from Wascata, Manitoba. Um, And so he grew up on a farm. I was a city kid, uh, but I love to keep my farm roots from Waskeda.
3: Good for you. That was quick and painless. My brother has a sign at the entrance to his farm that says Lee and Tracy Peterson. And I'm like, what about Sydney? Your daughter. (laughs) They have yet. (laughs) Can we go add your daughter's name to that sign, please? But it's not my farm.
1: giving her a complex.
3: Exactly. Thank (laughs) you. Giving me a complex. All right. Uh, We'll be back with (laughs) overtime right after this. We're live on Game Plus TV. We're Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE radio, podcast, and streaming.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
3: RP show continues from that place, South Florida, and uh, inside. It's quiet now, but Paul Maurice is addressing the media and he has informed the media, and we're getting our live updates here, that Alexander Barkov should be in the lineup for Game 4 Wednesday. Pomo saying they're optimistic that Alexander Barkov will be playing in game four as the Panthers look to close out the Carolina Hurricanes. A sports update. The Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Nikola Jokic scored 30 points as the Nuggets swept out the LA Lakers in the Western Conference Finals with a 113-111 victory Monday night. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat will be looking to punch their ticket to the NBA Finals when they host the Boston Celtics tonight in game four. Well, the Eastern Conference Finals, the Heat are up 3-0 after crushing the Celtics on Sunday, 128-102. Now, you'll have to, for our Florida viewers tell and listeners, and Atlanta, for that matter, or anybody that knows, why should I be, be U.S.-specific? What do we say about championships, folks? Starts at the top, only always. And everybody's shocked that the Heat are a win away. And they are they're an eight seed just like the Panthers but I know Eric Spolstra is still coaching the team and I'm pretty sure Pat Riley is still the president of the
4: team those are the same guys that were winning championships before so I don't think we should be that surprised
3: sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 9th Transformer Rise of the Beasts Returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers around the world, Transformers Rise of the Beasts will take audiences on a 90s globe-trotting adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new breed of Transformer, the Maximals, to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Can we get a translation on that? I apologize to the closed captioner at Game Plus. That I've just said Autobots, Decepticons, Maximals, all in
4: one sentence. How about that? If you're going, tell me how it is. But if you did go to the movie BlackBerry,
3: tell me how that was. Because uh, I was a big fan of the movie.
4: And the phone. 902-518-3033. Brian in Manitoba.
3: Texting in, he says, great show, as always, can't get much better for us in the viewing audience than to interact live with the hosts and or guests live as it happens. Keep the format. It's superb. Oh, trust me, we're not going anywhere. Unless they haven't told me something. You know, I'll say it again, and I don't know if the guy's watching now or not. You, would ne- you don't know, but that ad agency exec last week, obviously, people act like I should that I would feel bad when they say, I've never heard of you. Why would this guy in Boca Raton have ever heard of me? That doesn't make me feel bad at all. Or for that matter, in Winnipeg or Calgary or Edmonton, I didn't live there for half a century. Doesn't bother me. That's what we need to
4: change. But the guy's like, I, um, I don't know your history. Why would I watch your show? Why don't you tune in and find out, bro? I can't explain it, although Brian just did.
3: From Ryan O Radio at WQE, says another great RP show. Thank you, Brian. Uh, sorry, Ryan <laughs> O oh, Radio. They hates getting to me.
4: There aren't a lot of shows like this on the air. I'll tell you that for free, and never has been. If you
3: want to talk to me, now's the time because the moose has bailed on us. We can update the poll question today, which I think is a good one, and I came up with it. For a key auto group, which 3-0 South Florida team has the best shot at winning a championship? 72% of you people saying on Twitter that it's the Florida Panthers have a better chance of winning a championship than the Miami Heat. And I think you know your sports. As somebody said here earlier, uh, Denver's going to be a tough out. I would suggest the West. Well, the NHL overall is fairly wide open, but Vegas was the number one seed in the West going in. Hmm. Eric Ferrancis tweeting a photo of Lanny McDonald at the Craig Conroy News Conference in Calgary. In the Ed Whelan Media Center, Okay, well, he just, take my
4: word for it. He has just tweeted a photo of Lanny giving the thumbs up. What do you think of that, Clark? <laughs> Wayne in Victoria, BC says, Well, the two hours has zipped by.
3: Great show as always. Ryan in Saratoga,
4: New York. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Enjoy whichever sports you watch tonight. Uh, a big thank you to Justin Dunk, Dean Millard. Last minute of play in today's RP show. I
3: feel like we covered every single thing that I wanted to. The accusations levied against the Brooks Bandits. We looked at the Memorial Cup field that starts Friday. Quebec, Peterborough, Seattle, host Kamloops. Colorado Buffalo meeting in the NLL final. Talked about the CFL kicking off Monday the preseason. Calgary beating Edmonton 29-24. We talked about the streaming deals, CFL Plus, the Blue Jays. We've literally covered everything. Steven in North Dakota says, how do we pay for a third hour? I would say, talk to my agent. Uh, yeah. And Jeff, the Stams fan, says, hello, hockey fans. That's the Ed Whelan line. Yeah, baby. We'll see you tomorrow. That is Wednesday, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus Plus the Thanks for tuning in,
4: everybody. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>